Welcome to Friday, friends. We are finally back in action. I am Sandro at Only Sandro. As always, I'm joined by my Friday friend, Ani Tree23, is where you can find him on Twitter and Instagram. That is Ani. Uh, first, we'd like to say hopefully everyone is safe. Ani, I hope you're safe. You are safe as well, Sandro. Thank you so much for checking in on me. I'm so glad we're back, man. I know, just like the NBA, we're back. We you know? are back. Um, we unfortunately didn't put out a press release on our strategy of coming back here, what the plan is, you know, the which who we're bringing with us to the show. You know, we don't have a strategic plan like the NBA, but we're back. We have a hashtag, though. At Friday Friends, you can listen to the podcast, anchor.fm slash Friday Friends. We have a complicated email. It's still available to write us email all the time at FridayFriendsEmail yeah. at gmail.com. My friend, we have a lot to cover uh, on all, all fronts. I mean, we are, there's so much that we can cover today. Uh, but first, I want to know, what have you been doing to like fill your time? Fill my time. I mean, I've been watching a lot of TV, a lot of movies. I've been rewatching the entire uh, Marvel Universe, you know, movies. But I think first off, we should talk about during these times of, you know, unrest, Erica, it's important to educate yourself on Black Lives Matter. You have to, you know, donate. You have to educate. You have to. You speak up like silence is ignorance at a time like this, I believe. And yesterday I went down to the protests here in D.C. It was po powerful to be there with, you know, a whole group of people fighting for one cause here. Justice needs to be served in America. And, you know, it, Black Lives Matter, Sandro. And if people out there are listening, you know, this is a time you need your Friday friends more than ever. You want to talk to us? Talk to us. We'll point you towards directions where you can educate yourself. If you haven't seen the Netflix documentary 13th, I highly recommend it. It's very informative, educative of what is going on in our country right now. So I just wanted to start off by saying that. Also, obviously, coronavirus still out there. Everyone, hopefully social distancing, staying at home, staying safe. And uh, But we're here for you. The Friday Friends are back. We're your best friends, especially on Fridays. And we're going to help you navigate through sports returning on a, you know, nationwide and global landscape. Bundesliga, baby. Uh, besides the, well, first I want to address what you just brought up with Black Lives Matters. I uh, totally agree. I brought this up with um, Fensty on Saturday. Uh, you know, my stance is at the end of the day, no life should ever be taken by any other human being like i mean that's just a general yeah. rule of thumb for me right. um so uh you know in in another aspect once again the phrase we're in this together uh comes to mind and it's uh it's more there's no there's no space for racism in this country or in any country in the world like there there should never be you should never have to be afraid of the police and i understand that i will never fully understand i get that but it's yeah, racist police should never no, no to racist police, absolutely no, and no to racist people in general. It's time to weed out the racists. Yeah, agree. It's uh, you know, it it's once again just it it's not even it's not even like police. It's just people in general, like people general in general, rule of yeah. thumb. You know, just 
just be better, be kind. Yeah. Racist, know, and- racist people become racist police. Yeah. So if you can educate yourself and, you know, just be a better person and yeah, it's, it's just be, just be better is the underlying fact there. And along those, but other than that, watching movies, I've been watching all the Marvel movies, anything that comes on Netflix. I already binge watched the entire Space Force with Steve Carell. I watched all ten episodes in one is it day. Good? I I enjoyed it. If you've got the you know classic Steve Carell shtick to the show, the what the shtick he bought to like The Office and dinner with schmucks and like other projects of his. So I I thoroughly enjoyed that. I've been dabbling in the stock market a little bit. Oh, <laughs> tell me more. Did you buy uh, stock well, in the DK no Sportsbook? for me to throw my money away. Yeah. What's up? Did you buy stock in the DK Sportsbook? Is that what we're doing here? Um, I, I do have one share of DraftKings. That is for sure. But um, I, I've just been looking around, you know, seeing where I can invest my money. I usually invest my money in DraftKings uh, so I can play DFS. But I didn't have to do that this summer because baseball still hasn't returned. And doesn't look like baseball will return, so I had uh, you know a little extra, little extra dough to invest elsewhere. So why not the stock market? Ani always finding a positive in uh, you know the negative landscape at Ani Shree twenty three is where you could hit negative him up. in my money. Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> when I get a surplus of money, I find a way to lose it. <laughs> well, let's let's get to NBA real quick. That's the big story. Yes. Uh, MLB. Yes. I'm not. I'm actually avoiding trying to talk about MLB because I just don't understand what's going on with that. Um, greed. Greed is what's going on. Greed. Well, Both sides want too much. Uh, dude, I, I agree. And that's why I don't even think they're worth talking about in, in some capacity. But the M- NBA is is making some strides, right? So uh, the season has been suspended since March 11th. Uh, but we have word that, you know, a about six weeks from now, July 31st is a start date that is achievable, can be hit, voted on. A lot of positive there. What's going to happen is we have 22 teams that are in, 13 from the West, nine from the East, um, and they're going to play eight regular season games. Um, so, I mean, that adds sports betting, DFS. It sucks for season long. Uh, I, you know, if. You're in a season-long NBA league. What you really need to do right now, if you're a commissioner, is you need to reach out to your people and put a you league. You need to vote. refund all your players their money. Uh, well, shout hold, out hold at Fancy Sports. Fancy, give me my buy-in back. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Is this a roto league or head-to-head? Head-to-head. Okay. In a roto league, I would say roto NBA. You could probably pay out the top people. Uh, if you want to extend it, let's say your original payout was the top three if you want to extend to four and do percentages and say hey look you know i get it we still had a couple of weeks but you know and and look at the league like logistically kind of like if you were out of it in the four spot if you were not going to be able to catch the number one guy number two guy number three guy okay let let's be real here but in a head-to-head it's a little bit more complicated that's something that you might have to get a league vote in at the end of the day, the best strategy is everyone gets the refund. But also, I, I'd like to see leagues get paid out. Yeah, I, I'd love to get a refund, put it like that. Didn't have my greatest year in season-long fantasy basketball. So, uh, at Fenstie, give me my money back. The season in asterisks, I understand you had a good season. 
but forever and ever, this season will be null and void. It's an asterisk. You can blame your boy Rudy Gobert, I guess, since you love to do that. But you're if you if you claim a championship this year, it's void. Give me my money back. I want my buy-in back. Damn, Ani is uh, that shots fired, my friend. That's that is shots fired. Right, right at Fensty at Fensty Sports. Uh, your I... Saturday morning, you know, co-host. Compadre, yeah, but, we... I... yeah. I, I give me my money. Any any initial thoughts on the NBA, not fantasy NBA? Well, I'm super happy the NBA put it together and came back. I'm not surprised. They've always been like one of the best run leagues out of the the big four, right? Adam Silver is a good commissioner. We saw that with the All-Star game this past year. They fixed the format, and it worked. People watched. People watched the All-Star game. People enjoyed the All-Star game. It's the first like league out of all the other leagues to have an All-Star game be successful. Um, my Wizards are going to Orlando, baby. They made the cut. They made the 22-team cut. You love to see that. So um, I'm still excited in the to race see for what eight, the Wizards though. do. They're, they're, still, in, they're yeah. still in the race. They could get cut still. They're, they're five and a half out. They have to be within four to make it into the play-in tournament to make it to the playoffs and then get swept probably by the Bucks. But they probably won't get swept. They'll take a game from Milwaukee. But it's just going to be interesting to see all these teams who were, you know, quote-unquote banged up going into, like, April. You know, guys like Joel Embiid, who might not have been 100% for the playoffs. Anthony Davis might not have been 100%. But now they're probably all 100%, right? But at the same time, like, how much work have they been doing during this time? Like, working out, like, practice. Yeah, I think I think it will be fairly obvious uh, very quickly into the startup of the league who's been keeping up with their workouts and who hasn't. Um, right. I get it. There's a difference between game speed and, you know, working out with a team. But, you know, also condition. I mean, some guys might have just really, I mean, I, for a while I was convinced NBA is not coming back. So if I was right. a player in the NBA and that was my thought process, I'm not going to blame anyone for thinking that. But, you know, you're not going to. You're not going to go to the gym every day. And by by me saying go to the gym every day, I mean you're not going to go outside and lift cement blocks for, for a couple of hours because right. some of these players don't have gyms. You know, they don't have the that, proper workout saying. equipment. So yeah. it's not they really They don't all fault. have, like, indoor basketball courts that LeBron might have. And this is from experience. Like, if you're – and, like, these guys might not have, like, indoor basketball courts, but they might have, like, weights to, like, work out. How, how are you supposed to – like work out but not play at the same time it affects your form it affects your shooting obviously he's a professional athlete so it might not affect them as much but personally like if i was to go to the gym for like a month or two months and not play basketball in between if i got back on the court my shot would feel weird you know i'd have to have a period of readjusting my shot to like the weight i've put on or the weight i've lost all concerns uh, for the players, but really not for us as much because at the end of the day, I could still uh, put in my wagers. I could set some lineups, and I think that's the most exciting part for us fantasy players. Uh, speaking of placing wagers, uh, Ani, uh, your favorite pastime has come to your backyard, but not in full effect. And what I mean by full effect is there's no damn app, which is the biggest trash thing I've ever heard of in my entire life. And... This was really uh, not the best promotion job because I literally had no clue that 
Uh, they actually made the website live. So can you tell us more about this DC sports book that secretly snuck up on me last week? Yeah, so it's called GambetDCLottery.com. It's run through the DC Lottery here in Washington, D.C. The interface itself is, in my opinion, garbage. It's not I agree. User, it's not user-friendly. It's tough to see the odds. The fonts look like they were put together by a third grader putting together a PowerPoint about why they should get a pet frog. It's this it's just disappointing overall. Like let an outside party like DraftKings or FanDuel operate their like mobile application in the district. It would make it so much easier and it would just be a more enjoyable experience for everyone. Yes, I love the fact that we have legalized sports betting here in DC now. I can actually just log- get on a computer, place some wagers, but they make it incredibly difficult. There's numerous loopholes. The identification process is exhausting. There's no mobile application. Placing a bet through the Safari like page on your phone is also exhausting because you have to download this external app called like a geolocator, and that crashes. of the time or isn't able to locate where you are. So in all in all, it's a huge cluster. I'm looking forward to when external like sites like DraftKings and FanDuel are able to operate here in the district. But until then, GambetDCLottery.com. I can't even believe I'm doing a plug form right here on the Friday friends. Like don't bet there. (laughs) Or if you, if you need to bet there, I will be betting there because I have to, it's a fix, but uh, especially on Bundesliga today. So um, it's, I mean, you know, you got to take the positives, right? It's legal in DC. There's a platform to do it, but there's a room for improvement. Yeah, it's only up from here. My biggest complaint is um, obviously the computer part of it uh, because, you know, I live in Virginia. I could easily walk to DC. I've mm-hmm. done that on the weekends where I've, you know, started my day in Virginia. I find myself crossing the bridge. I'm in D.C. for a couple of hours. You go for, you go for a bike ride. Go you just f- want to place a bet. You yeah. do it on your phone, right? Like that. And, um, yeah, and for instance, like for MMA, one of my favorite – It's you know, so Ani knows I am the worst person when it comes to football because I always bet the under. Like I, I'm looking for no scoring, a miserable game, and I love the under. Uh, the problem with my brain is the way I counteract things is I love – that it like I love MMA fights that go the distance, so I prefer to bet. It's kind of like an over under in a sense. I like to bet the over to for the whole match to complete. So, mm-hmm. uh, which you know in some cases is hard. Uh, and at the end of the Friday Friends Pod, I, I will give out a three, a free, a free three uh, parlay on like the uh, optimizer never, never fails. fails. The yeah. Friday friend optimizers in full effect today for UFC for, uh, but it will be um, on three match, three fights that I think that will go the distance and they're all uh, plus odds right now. So, um, but still it's so, piggy, so piggybacking off of that. I know last week wasn't a great UFC card is this weekend's better. I'm not the expert here. So, okay. At the, I think, I think last week's was a good card. Uh, it's just that you didn't have big name people, um, right? Except for Woodley. Woodley was a pretty big name, right? Like yes, he... and and the Burns, quote unquote, upset. Um, yeah, I I thought I did. I wasn't a big fan of Woodley going in, um, mm-hmm. but 
This card, if you're going to compare it to last week's card, is better. It's okay. A, it's a better card. Um, and there's a DraftKings Millie Maker, if I'm not mistaken? They So this has been their new trend. They've had a couple of them. Uh, I think this is the third no, one. Well, Last week I think there was. A couple, I think a couple... I think they've what they've been doing has been like million guaranteed uh, like throughout. But no. I think they have a legit Millie Maker. Like first place gets a million. I think last week's was that way. I'll be honest. Like I'm playing cash. I'm a cash player in MMA. Uh, I will. Yeah, they got I, a million to first. This I will. Week. I will put a my cash lineup into a GPP, but it's not. It's a single entry, one dollar GPP. I'm I'm building cash lineups. Uh, like there, there's so much variance in MMA. Like the best fighter could get knocked out in ten seconds. Like that's yeah. that's just how a combat sport is. There, you you slip. The other guy punches you, kicks you, knees you. Boom. In the head, you're done. So I don't try to play those games where, and actually, you know what? I I will share my um, my six, the six things I look for when I'm building my lineups. Okay. Which I could do right now. So what you're saying is we should pool together our money and enter this millionaire maker and then split the winnings. No, I'm not saying that because I don't okay. I don't play okay. GPPs. I so here, the first thing I do is I look at am I stacking the main event? And the reason right. why you want to you might want to stack the main event is because you get two extra rounds and if the fight goes the distance, even the the fighter that loses could bring back um a decent amount of value and your your top the person who wins will bring you know, you're hoping that right. will definitely bring value. Um, so someone who has never seen UFC before, a standard fight is three rounds. The main card is five rounds. Yes. Uh, the next thing I do is I look for the free square. Uh, so that's a fighter that is facing someone ver- versus uh, like a last second change. Let's say someone right now with the coronavirus, it's been very common that a fighter will have to bow out, whether it's chron- coronavirus related or travel, or whatever the case may be. They didn't make weight, whatever. So I look for that free right. square, that person that should be an automatic win because they've been training, they've, they are ready, they've been on the card, they've been in, in um, you know, they, they are ready to go. So uh, what I also do is then I look at what matchups I'm avoiding. I Like, I'll just pick fights that I don't even want any of the fighters. It's just right. either too much of a coin flip or I just don't have enough information on them. Um, and, you know, three and four are kind of like together because you basically want to create a limited pool of players, right? You want a limited group mm-hmm. of fighters. Um, and then number five is I, I'm looking to get close to 10x. And what I mean by that is if a fighter is priced at 9K, I want at least 90 points from that fighter. Um, and I'm I'm very conservative with my lineups. I'm... I'm I'm automatically putting them at a. Uh, I'm looking at the winner and I'm giving them thirty points. Thirty points. And that's what that's what you want to do in a cash game. You want the high floor and yep. not like that. He could get knocked out in the first two rounds, or he could get you like a three round, you know, unanimous decision or something. Yeah. Um. So, with, you know, if they win in the third round, they're getting 30 points for the win. So I, I try to – I don't even look at, like, first round, second round knockout guys, like, as as um 
that's definitely going to happen. I think of it as an added bonus. So my total points that I want for the end of the fight, I want close to 500. I want 500 or more points. So That's your threshold. You want 500 is your threshold. And if you think you can hit 500, you think you're, you'll be in the cash. Yeah. In, yes. Okay. And um, am I losing, guys? Because you always want to um, kind of have your safety net. If you're going to mm-hmm. stack you know, a fight, you're obviously planning for a loss. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're, so what I want in my loss to see if a fight is worth stacking is if I think that person losing could get 25 to 30 points in the loss. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, even, even if I'm not stacking, it's very hard to pick six fighters that will win. Right. But when I put in my lineup, Obviously, with the price restrictions, you know, you, you have to build a lineup within a certain dollar amount. I'm looking at guys that even if they lose, I'm hoping that they can bring 20 to 30 points. Right. But, you know, so that that's the minimum. I mean, if all your guys lose and they all score 20 to 30 points, 25 to 30 points, you're not winning. But if you have one fight that doesn't go the way you want and the rest of your guys hit 90 to 110 points and then mm-hmm. you have one guy who's 30, you're probably cashing. Right. So to, to run down your – I took notes. I took notes. To run down Sandro's formula for winning UFC, main card stack. Look to see if you can stack the main card because it goes five rounds instead of three. So even if the, you have a losing fighter there, he has a two-round edge on all the other fighters on the card. But keep, Correct. It, keep in mind, you know, there's an asterisk there. The last two fights I have not stacked the main right. event. I, I but just, you look to see if you can yeah, stack the main exactly. Card. That's, that's that's where I start. You look at. That's where I start first. Yep, and then you look at the free square. You see who's gonna just get you that that easy win, right? The the your lock button, pretty much. Yeah. The the big favorite because of either I don't know lesser competition. You said coronavirus, especially this time a withdrawal, something like that. And then we're gonna look up matchups to avoid. Correct. Yes. And then we're going to look at trying to get 10x from each fighter. Say a fighter is 8K, we need 80 points. He's 9K, we need 90 points. That's what we're looking for, 10x from each fighter. And overall, we want 500 points. Look to build a lineup of six fighters that are going to get you 500 points. And lastly, you can't always have six fighters that are going to win. So always plan to have maybe a fighter that you think is going to lose, whether it's a stack in the same fight, but look to make sure they can get you at least 25 to 30 points in the loss. And that, my friends, is Sandro's UFC optimizer. Yes. That is the winning formula to cash in DFS UFC. We're trying. I've I've been pretty good during the quarantine. Um, Oh, oh yeah. You've you've been giving me winning lineups week after week, so I can't complain there. Yeah. So hopefully it doesn't end this week. I, it won't. It you, won't. We got the I'm, Friday friends are back, which means all we, I'm entering the Millie Maker with your lineup. I, dude, my biggest worry is this. So the underdogs have had a, a pretty good streak of winning the main event in MMA. I think mm-hmm. I I definitely think this week the underdog trend stops. I don't think Uh-oh. I don't think the underdog streak wins. So I feel like my underdog streak is about to come to an end as well. No, oh, no, 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 no. We can't, we can't <laughs> think like that, Sandro. Positive vibes only here on the Friday, friends. We're cashing. I'm taking down the Millie Maker. I, you know what? 
for positive vibes, then I need your I need your German soccer takes right now. My German soccer takes. Well, it's it's hard to really predict what's going to happen tomorrow in soccer because, you know, lineups and whatnot. Um, don't know who's going to play. But today we have a 2.30 kickoff between Borussia Mönchengladbach and SC Freiburg. Um, Mon- I'm just going to say Borussia. Even though there's two Borussia teams, there's Borussia Dortmund and there's Borussia Mon. Chen Gladbach. That's just a very long name. I don't want to say so. Borussia has actually been a very, very good team. I think they're one of the best teams here in the Bundesliga. They're right now fourth in the table. Freiburg is, eh, you know, they're eighth, but they're kind of overrated. They have a negative three goal differential. I see Borussia here just wiping the floor with Freiburg. Freiburg. I'm sorry if I'm butchering it. I'm not German, but. They're minus 147 favorites to win this match. I like that. I also like if you want some positive odds, the over-under is right now two and a half, but I would bet that up to three and a half, and I like the over three and a half at plus 135 right now. And the odds I'm using are at gambatdclottery.com. So if you get on the DK Sportsbook or FanDuel Sportsbook, the odds are probably better. They probably are. I like I I like betting. Uh, like I said before, the the matches to go the distance M- MMA, and they don't have those available on the DC. So, right. Uh, of course they don't. Of course they don't. So uh, <laughs> the the best thing about the Bundesliga is it could be zero zero at halftime, but in the second half they'll put up seven goals combined. That's what happened this past weekend. Um, I took the over three and a half in the other Borussia game, Borussia Dortmund. It was nil nil at halftime. Ended up being 6-1. Like, it, never lose faith in the Bundesliga. This league scores a lot of goals. Are people losing they faith the score. in the Bundesliga? Is that a thing? I don't know. I mean, with, with other sports coming back, people might stop looking at the Bundesliga to make their money. Don't. Bundesliga, you're going to get your goals. And tomorrow should be a very good DFS slate. I will... I'll put some plays out on Twitter for DFS. So follow me at Ani's323. You can follow him at only Sandro as well. Yeah, I'll put out some Bundesliga DFS picks tomorrow. It's just tough to do it the day before because you got to see lineups. Lineups are what's crucial. Who's going to be playing up top? Who's going to be playing wing? Especially on a team that has injuries. For example, tomorrow we've got pretty good slate, I'm pretty sure, on the Bundesliga. Uh, I'm pretty sure Borussia Dortmund is playing tomorrow. So... But uh, um, I mean, in, ge- in general, for DFS, yeah. mm-hmm. I think it's it's extremely hard to. Well, all right, let me rephrase. I like to build my lineups the hour before lineup lock. Yes, yes. I, I will. I will have preliminary lineups just to yeah dummies dummy lineups. Yeah, yeah. But but like lately, I haven't been doing like like ultra dummy lineups where like you just scroll to the bottom and put anyone in. Right. Just because things happen, you know, whether you forget or whatnot, it's just a waste. But, like, I like to build my safest cash lineup just so then in my mind I, I remember, like, all right, these are the guys I'm super confident in. And then when I go into mm-hmm. GPP mode, that's where I kind of break off and say, well, this guy's definitely yep. a lock and then whatever. So, I, I mean, without full lineup, yeah, it is very tough to give out picks, so that's why you should definitely follow Ani Shri, uh, Ani at Ani Shri 23 where he's going to be giving out those picks. Um, yes, so tomorrow's lineup is actually going to be one of the toughest ones to put together. 
because you've got powerhouses like Bayern Munich, Bayer Leverkusen, um, RB Leipzig, all on the main slate that starts at 9.30 a.m. tomorrow. And that just means a lot of goals. We are going to see a lot of goals tomorrow. And in DFS soccer, if you don't have the top goal scorers, you're not going to win. That's just that's the bottom line. What, so, what's the price point you're looking for here? Like, if a guy's like is seven, I don't even know. I don't play. I'll be honest. I don't play, so I'm trying to learn right here. If, if if I'm paying a premium for like a striker, a forward, like say I'm paying a premium for a forward, this would be like if I'm paying like to make a comparison. If I'm paying up for Christian McCaffrey, put it like that in DFS uh, NFL, I expect the touchdown, right? I. I need the touchdown. Similarly, if I'm paying up for like a Robert Lewandowski in DFS soccer, he plays for Bayern Munich. He's one of the biggest strikers in the world. I'm going to pull up his price actually right now because I'm sure his price is already up for the main slate tomorrow. He's going to be the most expensive player on the slate, 100%. Oh, he's the second most highest. Oh, Timo Werner, 11.3. Here we go. Striker for Leipzig, 11.3. Lewandowski is 10.6. If I'm paying 10-6 for a striker, I need I need 30 points from him. I need him to score once and most likely twice. Like I need 2.5x from a from someone I'm paying over 8k for. I'm sorry. How much did you say I that you want? I need 2.5x. You but what I, the- I I I need 25 to 30 points from someone I'm paying like 10k for. And and just to give some perspective there, you said that you want them to score multiple goals. Well, a goal is 10 points so if they score yes. two yeah. goals I, they're they basically there. one goal yes it's two goals you're hitting two x right but someone like Lewandowski and timo you're gonna get shots which is also very important shots on target are important but if i'm paying 11-3 for timo werner and in his last game he only got 20 points i, I don't like that i don't like that's not even two x yeah that I'm looking at the scoring right now with this, Ani, and, you know, uh, you have sent me a good lineup in the past. That's just how it works. Yeah. I Well, I was – you cut out for a second, so I was just letting people know. You've sent me good lineups in the past, um, but I didn't realize there was so much to the scoring because uh, I literally just blindly place these lineups whenever right. you send them to me. But um, It's important to get a midfielder or a winger – or most, I love playing a right back or left back, which is like on the defense that gets crosses. Someone who comes up the field and is just crossing the ball into the middle. Crosses are crucial for points because that could lead to an assist. But you also get a lot of points for crosses. Yeah, people you, don't understand that. Yeah, you get over half a point. You get point seven for uh, yes. for a cross, which is pretty big. Yeah. I mean. It's, it's huge. And if they, if they, it's also very important to know who the set piece takers are for each team because that's free kicks, that's corner kicks. If there's a penalty, that's a penalty shot. Think about that. That's a free goal you're practically getting if you know who the set piece takers are. I'm even seeing you get, uh, you get points for accurate passes. Yep. On you DK. Get, you this get is DK that we're looking you at. Inter- you get points for interceptions on a, as a defender. Like if you intercept the ball, it's a if you, if you I mean it's important as for a goalie. I like picking the goalie that's gonna get the clean sheet. It's obviously incredibly tough to predict the clean sheet in soccer. Like one unfortunate bounce and there goes your clean sheet bonus. But 
in contrary, if you don't want to pay up for like the Manuel Neuer or the Berkey or the Trap in Bundesliga, try to find an underdog, a goalie who's going to get a lot of saves, like in the plus six range of saves. That's who you should be targeting if you don't want to pay up at the goalie position. Yeah, I mean, two, there's your, you get two Bundesliga points. 101, yeah. You get two points for a save, five points for a clean sheet. sheet. But if you have a guy a who has lots of volume, let's say yeah. you get a guy who doesn't have a clean sheet, right? A clean sheet, I'm guessing, is right. no goals let in, right? No goals. But say he allows two but saves like six, I'll take it. I'll yeah. take it 100%. Yeah, so if you get a win and six saves, I mean, you're close to 20 points there. Without yeah. considering anything else, you know, if you have a saved yeah. penalty kick, you get some extra points for that. Um, so yeah, shootout save, you get some points for that. Uh, I'll be honest, I'm I'm just blindly going with whatever Andy sends me. I put in a cash lineup, <laughs> and if, if I, I make that's money, what I, I do money. for UFC, so <laughs> I I appreciate it's a tra- it's a trade off. See here at the Friday Friends, we got you covered for everything. We got Bundesliga, we got UFC, we got NBA coming back. Sadly, I've fallen off the KBO wagon. I was doing a little KBO DFS, but I've fallen off. I didn't Once touch Bundesliga it. came back, I fell off. I didn't touch it at all. Um, wow. You know I mean, that, it just say? seems like that would be right up your alley, you know? some All these scrubs from the MLB who are now in the KBO. Yeah, well, when Matt Harvey wins the Cy Young this year, we'll be talking <laughs> about something else. Um but our bread and butter here is fantasy football, Ani, and, and we missed a lot yeah. in the last couple uh, of months, right? Uh, so much. I want to start off with teams that are still trying to figure out their quarterback situation. Gotcha. Uh, I mean, there's odds out here for the Bears, Chargers, and the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. Are any of these teams it locked? Like, Do you think there's a lock at that quarterback position of who will start week one? All right, so according to DraftKings Sportsbook, they think Nick Foles is the lock, right? At minus 305 to be the week one starting QB. Yeah. The thing that uh, – I can't even believe Tyler Bray is on this odd page, by the way. I know. Plus 6K to be the starting QB. How great would that be? That's my money. Put, like, put a dollar on that. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> but, see, it – Part of me is saying you don't bring in a quarterback, you don't pay them that much money, you don't make the trade for Nick Foles to not be your week one starter, right? At the same time, due to coronavirus, he has had zero work with the team. Mitch Trubisky knows the entire system. He's been their quarterback for the past couple of years, so it would make sense to have Trubisky start maybe the first couple games, but then have Nick Foles step in once he's understood, you know, the system. We don't know. Maybe, maybe you know, training camp starts on time for football. We don't know that. But we do know that off-season workout programs have not been going on. So I'm a little bit hesitant to bet on that situation there. I agree. I mean, look, if you want to – you're getting plus odds at Mitchell Trubisky. If you want to put in a small wager, why not, right? right? I mean, that's kind of what – world we're in right now where we're not able to play DFS or anything else. So like the way that I look at things is when you're looking at plus odds and it's, it's not, if, if your logic is it's definitely possible versus right. I'm praying this is happening. Cause some people bet because they're like, uh, you know, 
it could happen in a real long shot. I think this is more even than what the sports book is giving. And the fact that Mitchell Trubisky is at plus odds at 200 on the DK sports book. I think Mitchell Trubisky, if you want to put, I mean, look, I'm, I'm talking about you and me here. If I put $10 on that, that's to me worth it. Just to say at the end yeah, of the day, I got, I want 20 two X. Yeah. So uh, I, I agree with you. I mean, as of right now, I'm heavily leaning. Let's say we're in, in fantasy draft mode and there's quarterbacks on the board and it's Mitchell Trubisky or it's Nick Foles. I'm probably going Nick Foles because I'm probably going Nick Foles. Yeah. Um, in the, for the chargers, I do think this is pretty much locked up for Tyrod Taylor. Who I, I think it's a lock. I agree hundred percent. I, I think I, it's a lock. And I like Tyrod, uh, in his fantasy production in the past. I mean, he's a little bit older now, but he, he's not beat up. Um, right. I think I took him in our dynasty league. It's a league where you can draft free agents and you can draft, uh, rookies. I think in our, our eight round rookie draft, I think I did take Tyrod just to add to Tyrod. I was targeting Tyrod. And I was like, I don't know if I didn't get him or maybe you, you're the one that got him. So I think I did. Um, so, I mean, that one minus three thirty five. it's like, for me, it's not worth it to put. I'm not going to bet it. The odds aren't good. Yeah. Um, and then. For the Dolphins, right? Right now, it's favored that Fitzpatrick will start. Minus 278 on the DK Sportsbook. I I mean, I agree with that, too. I think Tua will have his time in 2020. I just don't know if it's Tua time week one. Mm-hmm. And it Josh Rosen's Tua time in 2020. It, exactly. So, that's another part of it, too. I... I, I mean, in season long, you, I, I've had this discussion. People are like, I'm drafting Tua with one of my later picks. And to me, it's like, what's the point? It's He's going to be the first guy you drop. You might right. as well get depth at wide receiver or running back uh, at that point. But, um, you know, I'm not going to fault anyone that also gets him. And, you know, you're right. You know, let's say Fitzpatrick's older, man. One hit away and he's done. I mean, he's been durable, it's but ma- still. It's magic, baby. So, um, yeah. But I- on that point of the Dolphins quarterback, is there anybody more unlucky and I feel bad for than Josh Rosen? He has a he doesn't have a terrible rookie season with Arizona, but they ship him off so they can get Kyler Murray. He doesn't really get a shot with the Dolphins and they draft Tua. Like, what did this guy do that's like he, he, I I you just you got I mean you gotta feel for the guy, right? Uh I will give you an answer in about ten seconds on that. He's making he's a signed a four year deal for seventeen million dollars. I think he's fine. You you make seventeen million dollars to just hang out with your friends? Sure. I guess. I mean, yeah, he's not gonna get hurt. You know, he doesn't have to worry about that. But, but you gotta feel for him at uh, first round, top five pick, or maybe top ten pick. Can't remember exactly when the Cardinals took him. Doesn't have a terrible rookie season. He didn't really have the pieces around him to have a successful offense. Um, head coach was an idiot. Offense run was ran like. It was the worst run offense in football, probably. Offensive line sucked. Get shipped to Miami, you know, new change, new home. Maybe he'll get a shot. Mentorship under Ryan Fitzpatrick. The Dolphins sucked. They're one of the worst teams in football. They draft Tua. And now he's on the outside looking in. Yes, but, I mean, there's a, there's going to be the, the Josh Rosen redemption story where he's a backup for a couple of years, bouncing around the league, and he's going to be the next Nick Foles in four years. Would you rather have Josh Rosen or Sam Darnold? 
as my starting QB right now, mm-hmm. I would still take Darnold. Really? I don't think Rosen's seen ghosts. I, yeah, dude, he's... I feel bad for Darnold with that because that's... I, look, he... They're the same, I mean, they're, they were the same draft class, right? 2018. Uh, I think so. Uh, but, dude, I... Look, Darnold, I think, will... he He's in a spot... He's had a lot of changes, you know, in his career. You know, Adam Gaze is... The, I, I don't like Adam Gaze, so that's part of the problem for him. But I, I think Darnold, Darnold will, you know, he'll be all right. Right. Like So that draft, 2018, it went Baker with the first pick, Darnold with the third pick, Josh Allen with the seventh pick, and Rosen with the tenth pick. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm okay with the order that they got drafted. I, uh, Baker first. Yeah, I guess Baker was the most talented. Josh Allen has been the most successful. Sam Donald has been the, like, his worst. And Josh Rosen, you just haven't, he just really hasn't gotten a shot. Yeah. I'm actually now really intrigued to see what Josh Rosen's rookie season stats were. Like, it could not have been that bad, right? Let's see. He threw three and 10. Yeah. He had 20, almost 2,300 yards, 11 TDs, 14 picks. I hate that. But, Ten fumbles? Is that? Am I seeing that right? Uh, yeah. Oh no! But I think that was part, you know, from sacks. So, zero and three as a starter in Miami. One touchdown, five picks. Uh, maybe I'm giving this man yeah. too much credit. But like I said, maybe I, I'm giving him too much. I think he's smart. I think he has, um, you know, enough talent to bounce around for a couple years, and then I think. He could eventually, I mean, the redemption story in four years when he's sitting on his couch or he's coaching Little League and they give him the call and they say, hey, we need a backup. He'll come in, he'll win five games, he'll get another contract, and then he'll fizzle out again. It's like, right. that's, that's just how I see it. But speaking of Baker Mayfield, one bet that I actually really like um, is the Browns at plus 137 to make the playoffs. Uh, to get positive odds love on that, like love that to me that like this time of the year, I don't like to bet on NFL futures. Now there's, there's different ways to look at this. There's people that say, Hey, you get the value now. And there's other people that are like me. They, they want to wait. They want to see more information. But as of right now, yep. I know the Browns are going to Brown, but I think this is the year that, you know, I could get plus odds for them to go to the playoffs. I think they can make the playoffs. Um, so I think if you're going to start looking at future stuff, you want to put some money on that. I, I mean, I absolutely love the Browns as well, especially in the extended playoffs this year in the NFL. You're getting an extra team, right? Yeah. So, extra two teams? No, extra... What is it right now? How many teams make the playoffs right now? Five? Uh, I'll be honest. I don't no, I don't remember the amount. Um, I, think, I think it's an extra team. From it is, each, from each side. Yeah, so... I lo- Fantastic. That's an extra spot. I legitimately think I think the AFC North could have three playoff teams this year. They probably could. The other thing I do like Ravens, Steelers, and Browns. The the other stuff that I'm looking at team wise, um, I like the Packers over eight and a half. I know people are down on the Packers, but I think they Mm -hmm. could get nine wins. I also like the Jaguars over four and a half, which is really a little tough to swallow, but um that division 
they play close together in, in a sense. Houston kind of, I think, took a step back a little bit, not as much as people are saying. But I think the Jags could find five wins. I know the defense is imploded, um, but I, I think there, there's a small chance. It's not it's not one of my favorite bets, but it's something that I'm looking at. Um, you know, I haven't put any money on these. The other thing I like, the other there's a player prop that I'm looking at that I really like is uh, Matthew Stafford over four thousand one hundred and fifty and a half yards. I think he'll hit that. I, if Staff- he's healthy, he's throwing for forty five hundred. Exactly, and Stafford's one of my favorite late round draft picks right now. You want to wait yeah, on quarterback? I mean, he he's a free he's a free square. People people are gonna forget about him because he got hurt, but yeah. he he was very good last year before he got hurt. Another over under I like Green Bay eight and a half. This team won thirteen games last year. Yeah, I just said that. Yeah, I'm, but I'm saying like that's an insult. I exactly. So over eight and a half. Uh, it's an automatic yeah. between. I like the under on the Redskins, by the way. I oh the under what? The what? I was I was gonna say I was gonna say something, but I was like, no, nah, I don't want to pick on him this early with the the under five and a half. Yeah. Do you see their schedule? Yes, I have. I'd be blessed here. to have them win five games. I I agree, but last time I poo pooed on them, you were not happy. <laughs> you were right last year. What did you say? Two wins? Uh, did it? Did I? I might have given them three. I I, I think they, they ended up with. Three, right? Like, it yeah. wasn't great. But I think it was three but, and a half the line, and you were like, oh, they could win four. And I'm, I was like, I don't know, man. Um, I mean, I, I love our boy Philly B, and I'm glad this line came down because I remember this Ravens line was 12 and a half at one point. It's at 11 now, right? Now it's 11. That's yeah. about where I would set the line. Yes. That's uh, actually a really good line. Arizona, seven. Thoughts on that? I, I don't know. D-Hop, Kyler is a sophomore, Canyon Drake. The problem is the division. They they play way too close to each other where um, last year, some of those games that the Cardinals won, they should not have won. Like that, right. that Detroit game, they should not have won. Uh, I think for fantasy value, I love this team. I think there's a lot to grab. But wins, I don't know, man. Like, the Seahawks at the end of the day are still going to find a way to win. The 49ers are going to find a way to win. The Rams are still up in the – it's funny because you and I were so against the Rams' backfield last year, but I think this year we're on the same page where we like Cam Akers. Uh, I love Cam Akers. Well, yep. we, were, we were so down on Henderson last year. We were, um, you know, Gurley – you know, we, we made it very clear – where we stood with the Rams last year. But this year, we like the rookie going into that backfield. Um, so I don't know. I, I looked at that number for the Cardinals earlier, and I just kind of shied away because it's one of those things where it's like right now with a team, you have a you have D-Hop who's obviously QB proof, but in a system that he doesn't have time to, to work out with his quarterback. Um, and I mean the other players as well. I I just don't I don't know what to think of the Cardinals yet. I'm not I'm still not sold on on the offense and and I think it's great for fantasy. I just don't know if it's a great football right. offense. I I'm with you on that. It's just going to be a wait and see approach with that team. And another team where I'm going to just hammer the under Philadelphia Eagles nine and a half. Get out of here. Yeah, that's that's another. So honestly, like I look through all these numbers and. Uh, I haven't done my full deep dive yet, but the the three 
or I should say the two. Packers over eight and a half for me was very easy. Browns to make the playoffs with plus odds. Easy bet. The rest mm-hmm. of them, I'm still working that out. And I have time to do it. Like, I don't need to rush on June 6th, uh, June 5th, right. and say, this is what I'm, th- these are my concrete numbers. Um, But as of right now, like, Packers eight and a half, you put money on it. Browns going so to the playoffs, here, you do, put money on let's it. Let's do this one real quick. I'm going to give it to you right now. Eagles schedule, all right, this season. Yeah. They get Washington in D.C. And you got to know that these teams always play each other tough, but and I usually in the division game like to give the home team a split. So I would say DC here, but we can go Philly. Let's just say Philly. Yeah. All right. Rams at home, though. Um, I I could see the Rams winning that, even though it's yeah. it they're they're on the road. All right, Bengals at home. All right, I get that second Philly. win. Yep, in Philly, that's a win. At San Francisco, loss. Loss. At Pittsburgh, loss. Loss. Home against the Ravens, loss. loss. At home against the Giants, you're going to win that one. Yeah. Three, that's three. Home against the Cowboys, sure. You could win that, yeah. Yeah. They're Giants on, on the road, Yeah. five wins. Yep. At, at the Browns, loss. Loss. Seahawks at home, loss. Loss. Packers on the road, loss. Home against the Saints, loss. Win. It's a win. By New then, Orleans and Philly? Yes, because by then, Drew Brees' James leg will be will broken. Jameis Winston will James throw Winston five will interceptions that game. Yeah. Okay, so win. What's that, six? Yeah. All right. At Arizona. That's a toss-up. That, All right, so, let's give them a win. Say we give them a win. Yeah. Seven. At Dallas, loss. Home against the Redskins, win. win. Eight. And that's eight wins, and we gave them the benefit of the doubt on the toss-ups. Yeah. So, yeah, I love the under. Nine I, and a half. It's absurd. I, I I agree, man. I I mean. Look at that. The sirens. They're going. <laughs> They're running to the D- DC Sportsbook. <laughs> They're trying to put it in right now as we speak. So, yeah, and so I haven't done my full – the way I look at over-unders is kind of exactly what Ani and I just did. I look at every single yeah. game, and I also try to factor in location and time frame. So if it's a winter yep. game with, you know, like let's say the Dolphins are playing in the snow, I don't give the edge to the Dolphins – uh, and, I mean, it's a bad example because it's the Dolphins, but, you know, a team on the road in a, a climate and an element that they're not used to with their home turf, I, I, it's like I decrease them a lot. But, like, the Packers, I think the Packers could play anywhere because they play in the worst yeah. conditions of all time. Um, Aaron yeah. Rodgers is still the best quarterback in the NFL. Like, I'm sorry. He's just talent-wise. You got Lamar Jackson, you got Mahomes. It's Aaron Rodgers at the end of the day. And, and it's a team where you – they're trying to utilize their running backs more than Rodgers. So they're so yeah. confident that they could use They have one of the best wide receivers yeah. in the game, Devontae Adams. Yes, they didn't address that position, but, like, Rodgers is kind of like Tom Brady. He doesn't need the best receivers around him to be successful. Yeah. He finds a way to win. He'll throw it to Jay Sternberger ten times if he needs to. Oh, I love that name. Sternberger. I can't, I can't wait to get into my, my trash tight ends. Um, yeah, before we get out of here, 
who is your one bold trash tight end you're going to target this year? Chris, I got mine. Chris Herndon. No, one, no one's talking about him this year. Last year, everyone was on him. I haven't heard a single person talk about him. I took him in our Dynasty League, I'm pretty sure, because he literally was like the guy you had to stash all year, and he didn't mm-hmm. do anything. That's why when you asked me the Sam Darnold thing earlier, I, I think this year he has, you know, he lost Robbie Anderson, but he has other people in place. Crowder was... Crowder had similar stats on third downs to Michael Thomas and completions and yards and and receptions. So um, this is a team that I I'm not you know it's the Jets. I don't like Adam Gaze, but there's some pieces to mm-hmm. it that I think you can you can get. All right, and here's mine. Ready? Yeah. People have forgotten about him. Jack Doyle. Oh, I like that. I I'm kind of excited you didn't say. Um, I thought you were gonna go I'll Tyler Eifert for, for a second. I was gonna say Dawson Knox, but we everyone already knows we love Dawson Knox. Yeah, like he's we love Dawson Knox. He's our boy already. He's he's friend of the show. Oh. But Jack Doyle, that's where I'm going. No Ebron there anymore. I know they got Trey Burton, but Philip Lovers loved the tight end position, and Jack Doyle has shown he can be a number one tight end in fantasy. So it, I'm going Jackie D. Exactly. Uh, real quick before we get out of here, as we wrap this up, I did say I would give out a parlay. Um, look. By no means am I the MMA master. I'm no I'm no betting expert, but taking notes. Uh, this is a parlay that I think could hit, and you get plus odds on everything. And the odds are actually swaying in the wrong direction as we speak. Within the last hour, they have changed. But I like the the Garbrandt fight to go the distance at plus one hundred. I like the uh, Menafield fight to go the distance at plus nine. Uh, 198, and I like the bird fight to go the distance at 130, plus 130. So, Ooh, that parlay is probably juicy. So you get plus uh, 1,271 odds. So if you put $100 down, you're making, you know, 1,300 bucks. So who is this, Garbrandt? Garbrandt, uh, Menafield, and Bird. Those are, the, those are the fighters you need to look up. They're, it's only odds to go the distance. Oh, you can do di- go the distance on the DC. I so I couldn't. I didn't see it yet last night. I saw. You have to click on the fight, and then um, like twenty other betting options. Can you parlay up. it though? Um, because we are about to try right <laughs> now, actually. Um, bet the distance. Uh, okay, so you said Garbrandt, right? Yes, yes sir. Um, uh, who else? Oh, wait, is that the benefit? fight? Wait, wait, is that the fighter? The fight to go the distance. Yeah, yeah, okay. We got Bird. All right, they don't have it for the Bird fight. I guess they don't have it for all of them, you see? Like, total rounds. All right, how about that? I'll just do the over one and a half because that's all we have right now. And I don't even think we have the Benefield fight available on the DraftKings or on the DC betting. So, that's fantastic. There's no Devin Clark. It doesn't say Devin Clark versus Benefield? No. See. So, the parlay right now with just those two is plus 254. If you take the Garbrandt fight to go the distance, plus the Bird fight to go over one and a half rounds, yeah. So I'm no, not just just decide is trash. I'm not saying there's no risk in this because that Bird fight um, could like he could get knocked out in the first round. Like I'm not right. saying he he, but for me, like when I based on what I built on my DFS lineups and how I tried to factor my cash game lineup. Mm-hmm. Best case scenario, I, I had 
those fights going the distance, and that's when I yeah. was like, all right, I'm confident in this. I think I have a good score. Uh, let me see what the sports book is offering. And then I saw. Oh, wait, did you say Benefield or Menafield? Menafield. Menafield. All right, we do have that. Oh, I yeah. kept hearing Benefield. So I was like, why, what, what's going on? All right, we add this to the parlay. It's at plus 590. It's pretty nice. $10 bet will net you 59 bucks. I'm doing it. Done. Locked it in right now. I love that. Let me know how it ends. Yeah. So, and I got, I guess, better because it's over one and a half rounds for Menafield and Bird and then Garbrandt to go the distance. Yep. Nice. Let me know. I think that I don't I think the reason why um I don't have the distance for Menafield and Bird is because they're not on the main card. Okay. And Garbrandt yeah, is on the main card. So maybe something will come out at that's the thing with sports yeah. betting. Stuff comes out all the time. But uh all right, Ani, we got to wrap this up. Friday, friends, we're back. Hopefully, we'll be back yes, again next sir. week. Uh, we'll start breaking down. We'll start doing our team previews like we did last year, uh, where we kind of go in-depth with over-under totals for the season, some of the players that we're targeting, uh, and where we think they'll end in the division. And uh, we'll start rolling those out. And you know, Obviously, as M- NBA rolls out, we'll keep you up to date with that. Hopefully, MLB comes to an agreement. Hockey should be coming back soon. Sports will return in some sort of capacity, um, you know. So uh, we'll, we will figure this all out. Absolutely, guys. And just remember, again, educate yourselves. Black Lives Matter. There's no space for racism in this world. And, um, yeah, do your part. Donate, read, vote. Do your part here so we can grow together as a nation. Couldn't say any better myself. Thanks again, Ani. At AniShree23 is where you can follow him. You can follow me at OnlySandro. We will uh, talk to you guys next week. Have a great weekend.